The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. Our show is about everything that has to do with surfing. The culture, the music, the art, and the sport itself. No matter where you're from, no matter what you do, get ready to get stoked. Now here are your hosts, JJ and the Doctor. Oh We're coming in hot. This is uh, Reverend JJ. God bless you and welcome to our show. Oh, You're talking to the doctor. Cave doctor, that is. And uh, yeah, we are coming in hot. So coming here's the thing. Hot. It's muggy and hot outside. And so we're going to bring that heat and put it to you live on Surf Talk Show here in San Clemente for the world to hear. We'd like to welcome our guest today. Benji Weatherly. Uh, sorry, ben- Benji Severson. <laughs> Talk- <laughs> talking about the weather. So, yeah, we're talking about the weather. He's rather weathered today. I feel kind of weathered. He's, weather. he's looking weathered. So 40 years ago. Uh, and also, Joshua Ben Paskowitz is here. In the also appearing category. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Oh, my. Okay, well, good. Yeah, Speaking of tell- weather... I paddled out in a lightning storm this week when they closed the beach and they said, hey, 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 beach is closed. I'm walking past everyone down at my local spot and they're like, hey, you can't go down there. Lifeguards are kicking everyone off and really you can't really tell Reverend JJ what to do when it comes to the surf. I'm a free, uh, a free human being and I'm going to go out in the water with lightning, sharks or whatever else. Don't try to keep Reverend JJ out of the Don't water. Don't even try. So we walked down there, lifeguard said be safe, we paddled out in the crap surf, caught a couple waves, watched a few lightning bolts hitting on the outside, and it was kind of cool, super fun. We were the only guys in the water from uh, North Beach to Cottons. Is that why your hair is standing up like that today? It's why it's curly and standing on end, it's no big deal, I'm feeling a little freaky, I like it. I'd like to come in and uh, oh. ask uh, Benji about, who do you think's going to win the tour this year? Oh, that's a big one, right? <laughs> so we pick kind of a log jam up at top, up at the top, but yeah. Oh, I guess if I would just have to throw it out there, um, I'm gonna go with Owen Wright. Owen Excellent Wright. call. I mean, he's kind of yeah, you know, coming know. in hot after Fiji. Oh. Oh. Kind of feeling that one, yeah. You're feeling him all the way across, even in twenties, and yeah, I don't know, twenties, oh, yeah. Um, insane was that? How about uh, rookie of the year? Any, any, you know, last year when we were talking about who might make it coming into the season. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, now, Gosh. how about, do you think, who do you, you know, we've, what, what have we got? We've got Ricardo Christie, uh, we've got Keanu Singh, we've got Matt Banting. I would, uh, I, I Wiggly mean. Wiggly Dantes. Wiggly Dantes. Uh, uh, Italo Excuse Ferreira. me, Wiggly Dantes, Wiggly. for real. Yeah. Let's give it to Wiggly. Is this golf? Are we talking about golf right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's just yeah, he's, he's one incredible. of those guys. One of the Brazilians is just so smooth, and he kind of like you'd almost 
think he was Hawaiian. You'd almost yeah. think he was wiggling. He's, he's very, but he's Honestly, so smooth. It's funny because he's wiggly, but he's super smooth. That's, super that, that, smooth. that's a twist. Is that amazing? That's a twist. Wiggly duck. Yeah, like, yeah. What a, a name, twist. you know? Mm-hmm. It's a crazy name. I don't even never heard, heard that name before. Like, Thank God. Never heard but that name. <laughs> so, who, do we have a call? He's going wiggly. He's going wiggly. Okay. JJ, you got any, you got any, God, man, it's tough. I mean, I don't know. First of I, all, I think World Tour. I know I asked you this last world week. Tour. World Tour. World Tour. Who's going to win the World uh, Tour? Who's okay. going to win? Get off I the mean, pulpit and tell me who's going to win the tour. Let's go with, uh, hang on, let me do a Hail Mary. All right, let's go with, uh, I think I'm going to say World Tour John John Florence. You know, that is one hell of a call. With the high He's, ankle sprain. With completely got a sprained ankle. The thing no, is about it's him. It's high is, up there, though. He's which, just... It's I don't brutal. care if he's got two sprained ankles. It's still <laughs> it looks know? like he's this. so talented. I just, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, th- that guy's so talented. Anything could happen, yeah. you know. So, um, any, any call for rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. I'm, I'm, I mean, he's way up there. I'm gonna say uh, Italo. He's, he's proven himself in some big surf, and there's some big contests coming up. I mean, France can be big and gnarly, yeah. but he's also good and small. small. Yeah, backside's really good. I don't know. He should, a, ooh, yeah, he came know. out. Like, he came out of the closet last uh, contest. You know? <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> well, he's sitting top ten right now. Too. He is, is top, he really? yeah, yeah, top ten. Top he's he's, he's sitting at the top two. right now of so. people that are uh, rookies at, sitting at somewhere up high. Yeah, uh, I think he's the highest. He's the highest there, rated yeah. rookie right now. That's interesting. Is, yeah. And. Uh, Joshua, um, excuse me. Interesting. You're talking about an antelope that just came out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. Here. This is Come on, folks. A wiggly Dante. You got wiggly Dante in the lead by a length, and you got this guy coming out of the closet as a full blown antelope. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery. It's a hashtag slippery slope. No matter how you slice it. Okay, doctor, talk to me, Chief. Joshua's coming in so hot. I think he's working to get my my spot on the show. He's coming in so good on this radio show. He's got a he's he's just uh, very spunky this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so I just can't wait to hear the answer to this one, Joshua. Who do you think is going to win the tour this year? I'll tell you what, uh, Joseph. I think that all of the competitors are excellent gentlemen that are fine surfers. And I think that it's noble that their pursuit of their surf dream to achieve the championship that they deserve and that they've sacrificed so much for. And I, I think Translated any of Kelly Slater. Right. <laughs> Kelly Slater's the best surfer in the world. Just face it, it doesn't matter who wins. Who cares who wins? Kelly's the best surfer I like ever, that. so it's who all cares? good. So did he just so, totally elude the question, or yes. did he just... I don't know. think it's really applicable to me. I don't, yeah. I'm a total kook. Okay, so I it doesn't matter that. what I say. You know what? As far as a surf, like surf thing goes, Here's the cool I, thing I can is teach that... people how to surf. I I can create more kooks at an exponential rate, <laughs> but I don't give a flying fuck who keep, does the best kick out fucking box throw, bro. Because I can give a fuck. Love it. I fucking love it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now Whatever ask me. JJ is just a little, you know. Okay. Okay. We'll All go right. with that. But uh, <laughs> hey, Cavey, Cave Doctor, who do you think is going to win the tour, Cave Doctor? Okay. Well, I just want to throw it out there that you know there's a lot of heat coming in from a lot of angles. Like Benji said, there's you know it's pretty stacked up there. But I'm just going to say Slater, like I did last week. I just feel like this guy is. We're coming into J Bay. Yeah. Okay. This dude is obviously proven. 
I mean, yeah. you know, the man's shown that he can just win, you know, pretty much anything and every, every time. But also, just that, you know, it, it's him. I mean, it's him. And he's back. He's kind of been, you know, he's not doing it. It's his worst start ever. And I just feel like at any moment that guy could just turn it on and just win Jay Bay. Think of the contests that are coming up. <clears throat> Jay Bay, Chopu, Trestles. Oh, boy. Okay? I just feel like any one of those, he could just blow up and win two or something. So I'm going to say Slater. That wouldn't be necessarily who I want to win. You know what I'm saying? Because he's already won 11. He's getting a little greedy. But the point I'm saying is that uh, I just feel like you can't count him out at any time. And when he's that low, I feel like there's there's a volcano stirring up inside of him yeah. as long as he's on tour. And as far as, uh, you know, I, I really don't have a pick right now of who's going to take the uh, rookie of the year. But who I would want to win just because I dig the dude so much, but I'm not sure he's shown that he's quite – Gonna do it, but I just really dig that Ricardo Christie dude, man. I think the guy's oh, got he's yeah. just old. Just I don't know, I just like everything about his act, you know. So, he's a hippie, you know, he's kind of a yeah, he's just an earthy hippie from New Zealand. Hippie. Hippie. Just, oh, I like New Zealand's approach. good, yeah, New Zealand's definitely he's good. Just, he's just, just he's so so stone he wears, he's, he's got, got stones, he's got, he's got a third stone on his chest, yeah. He's rocking with a nugget, yeah. He's just, you know what I mean? Yeah, for me, he represents like it's like bringing 70s vibe and putting it on tour right now in 2015, and a lot of people just he's but like he's totally so like hardcore on he the rail, rail heat, surfing that that he's not <laughs> i haven't seen him take it to the air at all this year at all and he's done really relatively well in contests and he's Before, just the, ripping and carving he serves really well in better ways so in good way yeah that's my pick almost a little more on the emotion like who i would mm, want to win yeah, i don't think if i was you know if i was a betting man which i'm not you know, that probably wouldn't be your pick, but I would just, you know, but also he could be an odds on, you know, I could make some money if I bet on him. <laughs> probably lose some money. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, uh, you know, uh, I would just say, Joshua, uh, you know, it's clear to me that competitive surfing isn't really your thing, and I have nothing but respect for that, because really, to me, it's kind of a dog and pony show anyway. But, but uh, what about surfing con- continues to inspire you artistically, Everything. musically, you know, because... It's just interesting to me how the energy of the ocean and riding waves can kind of kind of become somehow inspiring to music or art and lifestyle, even when you're not really that much into surfing yourself. 100% true. I was just um, at this art show, which featured some amazing uh, contemporary artists that are quite successful that all happen to be surfers as well. And I had this conversation uh, with Barry Hahn from the Surfing Heritage Foundation about how Surfing in and of itself is an art form. And when you are surfing, you are expressing your emotions on the wave, whether you're dancing on a longboard or trying to do some dynamic, physical, aerial, acrobatic expression. It's some Alvin Ailey shit. So realistically, you know, I think that surfing breeds creativity. It spawns creativity. And my dad always went back to surfing as his you know, touchstone, which he, uh, you know, brought forth health, well-being, um, you know, positive lifestyle, all of his, you know, his pillars of health for whatever his, you know, his whole book deal is, whatever. But yeah, I mean, surfing is the pillar of the whole central part of my whole life. I can't escape it. Maybe that's why I try to a little bit. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I believe in it. I, I totally believe in it. And I'm often inspired by the personal stories and the, and the heroic stories of the personas of serving like Cyan Malosky, 
I mean, wow, you know, one of yeah. one of my first paintings I did was of Cyan Malowski, and I was so insecure about the painting. I just was like, God, I suck. I can't even do this. How can I put this out there? But I was like, I loved him and loved his story and believed in him and wanted to exalt him so badly that my my desire to do that was stronger than my fear of being judged. So, it, you know, those are the kinds of things that are uh, part of my work, part of my art that I can't escape the from. culture, yeah, the lifestyle, I, exactly. and what it brings into your soul. Mm. So then you can kind of transmutate that into like an art form or some music inspiration or something that's creative. Because I really like what you said. I so agree with what, you know, that we were talking, you were talking about mentioning that, you know, just what surfing is really is, is really a creative expression from you. And like whatever, whether you do that in a heat or you do that yeah. in some at some reef break in the middle of nowhere or down at T Street with four thousand yeah. grams, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. It's really the either. core yeah, of it. It's its is, own form of art. It's, it is. it's, it's own it's energy. Form. It's its own. Uh, oh wow, that's really that's really cool. Um, it looks like uh, we're about thirty seconds away from a break from being cut off. From being about cut to drop off. Yeah, this guy just like just who's throat dry about? Whatever, Jay, talk to me. What's that? Huh? Do I have to rip someone's throat off? <laughs> we can get caught. Someone's gonna cut us off. Huh? I don't like wait, cut off. They're sending me a message. Yeah, All the network. Yeah, they're they're All gone the for the rest of the day. <laughs> They've taken the day up. We have no more breaks. We'll be on live for the next few weeks, I guess. Thank you, you very much. Abandoned Beautiful. Ship. It looks like uh, we're going to break. Ship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
You're tuned in to Surf Talk Show with J.J. and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The sickest talk show on the planet. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the Cave Doctor and... Uh, Reverend JJ, what do you Reverend got for me, Mister JJ? Well, I'm just wondering here for those who are listening in and tuning in, uh, what's going on here with Benji, and uh, you know, kind of where you've been. I, I disappeared. I saw you as a kid, just absolutely shredding it. Disappeared for 20 years or so. Who come back you were, and you're shredding you even disappeared? more. I disappeared for about 20 years to check him, and he came back. Uh, you know, my little mission uh, for God and did all that stuff. Anyways, came back, went to school, did all that crap. You know, yeah. all the necessary yeah. stuff. Came yeah. back, and you're still out at the local spot. Absolutely demolished. Somehow, this guy's a wave magnet. I mean, we're out there. It's two feet, and he pulls out some like from the north, a big old five foot set down. Two foot, Benji gets a five foot set and does three turns and two airs. Sideways turns, I'm like, what? Without even looking like he's trying. What's going on? I wait like a half an hour for that one wave. You know where to wait. All the other kids are scrambling around and doing their thing. You just got to wait. You got to be patient. Just to make it clear, you know who we're talking to. This is Benji Severson, definitely from a legacy family in our town, in the world. In surfing. Yeah. And surfing, I mean, come on. You want to tell everyone who your uncle is just to start with? I mean, it's just kind of fun. There's probably a lot of people who don't know that. <clears throat> yeah, my uncle John Severson, he founded Surfer Magazine in 1960. Um, and uh, he's the oldest of uh, four brothers. And my dad is the youngest, Joel. Um, all of them grew up here in San Clemente. Uh, they were lifeguards, they were surfers, they grew up in the heyday when it was mostly farms still back in the day. Um, and my dad actually uh, lived in a house which is now Hoppa Jays. Um, pretty oh, yeah. cool. Used to be Landell's. <laughs> and that wasn't even really considered part of San Clemente, it was so far in the outskirts of town. So. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty cool to hear uh, that. that you know, what an era that days, was. But, yeah. um, yeah, it just kind of inspired me from a young age. I I kind of knew like I was destined to be, you know, in the, in, water. In the water, it part of the industry, something to do with it. You know, it was just it was kind of kind in, of a birthright embedded in, in me. You know, and uh, in your DNA. Yeah, it was in my DNA. <clears throat> um, getting you where know, is that taking you lately? Like, what you know? Let's push forward a little bit. Yeah, from, from the birth DNA legacy <laughs> family. Let's push forward into the present-day reality of, uh, what are you up, what have you been up to? I'm, I'm trying to stay in the water. Um, I've, been, uh, I've been working for Nike, um, working for Nike for eight years now as a sales rep. Ah. Um, but, uh, yeah, still staying in the water, um, married with two kids, so uh, raising the kids is a full-time job as well. So i got a lot of full-time jobs. Yeah. Beautiful kids, too. Man, yeah, yeah. beautiful family. Congratulations yeah. to you. And, uh, yeah, just so with surfing with Nike, I mean, working with Nike, does that, you know, continue to inspire you also as far as, like, from the more business side of it, right? So, like, some people have the artistic and the music side and that kind of more soulful side. And sometimes for pe- for some people, business is, like, a form of inspiration. You work for mm-hmm. a company like Nike, say, for instance. Does that allow you to stay in the water and keep connected with the Groms and just, 
you know, just the, where, the pulse of yeah. kind of that side of things. It's crazy. It's in, super inspirational to work for the biggest sports brand in the world. Uh, they're, they're, I mean, it's unbelievable, you know, how they support their athletes. Um, so it's, it's very cool in, in that regard. Um, it's, yeah, it gives me flexibility being a, being outside sales. I'm on the road, so I get to, you know, keep the board in the car, um, skateboard and surfboard. <laughs> I bet you do, Mr. Forbes. If I see an empty lineup or an empty skate park, you know, oh, and I got the time, it's, it's, it's called field it's there, research. So, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Huh? yeah I bet you don't good. keep it in the car very often because I bet it's in the water. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Knowing you. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe a little too often. Awesome. But yeah. most of the accounts, they understand, you know, because you, you know, if they, most of them surf too. So they know if the waves are good and you, you know, got to postpone a meeting for a couple hours or whatever. Yeah. That's part of the yeah, program. That is. I mean, they, it's part they, of our business. Yeah. We know that we might have a guest this week. We might not. If the waves come up, hey, everyone's out of town. And we're oh, stuck boy. here. Hey, yeah. great job. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, on no, that, that note, is... we want to say thank you Absolutely. to both of you guys for coming in this morning because, you know, just having you guys here is a real, a real joy and a real pleasure and a lot of respect. And I just want to say now to Joshua, uh, can you give us a little hit about, you know, I mean, you also come from a full-blown legacy family with – more roots than a freaking banyan tree on the west side of Oahu or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just literally. Say, literally, literally, literally. So I mean, there's more tentacles yeah, to that. Uh, although I am the only brother with the dubious distinction of not being born in Hawaii. Which okay. Sucks. Wow. wow, that is awesome. something I was not formally yeah, aware of. Exactly. No, really? We learned something new on Surf Talk Show. No, no, no. Actually, wait. I think David was born in Los Angeles. Come to think of it, my eldest brother David was. L.A.? Oh. Yes, there might be the bookends got, yeah. got kind of blown, <laughs> and the middle, all the middle guys got styled out by being born at Capulani. Wow. Uh, okay, yeah, that sounds kind of fitting. So David was born in L.A. I don't David know why that sounds fitting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. and it is quite fitting. You were born um, in San Diego. And I was born in San Diego, yeah, and basically... What, Scripps or somewhere on the beach? Um, yeah, Scripps, actually. Okay, Scripps. awesome. And, um, and my dad delivered me, uh, and wow. it was it was a wonderful story of, uh, with all the kids kind of, you know, with their faces pressed up against the glass, looking at their <laughs> new, you know, what would... 84 Apparently cousin be the final brother, brother. yeah. Wow. Um, it was only a few hours from that point where I was taken to San Onofre and, in the camper, and we posted up at San Onofre, and I was basically there for uh, you know the rest a large. Of your life. Well, no, I wish <laughs> a large portion of, of, of life, and definitely by the time I was like 10, 11 years old, Benji and I were already n- knowing one another. Because our siblings uh, got together and had a beautiful daughter, Naomi, who is a very talented artist and an amazing wow. person. And so Ben and I have known one another our whole lives, and we've been as brothers for... Who got together? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ladesha and Abraham. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a long right. Time ago. And Moses and... Moses and Moses and Pedro. Pedro. Yeah. Uh, right, so... I totally forgot about that. You guys so have been, your families have been intertangling for decades. <laughs> exactly. So there's some Searsons in that banyan tree. <laughs> and, uh, wow. And, yeah. And so we're, you know, I mean, we're. So there's some Seberwitzes in the world. There are. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And they're really cool. Cool. They're really talented. They're really amazing. How could they not be? Uh, Naomi the got an amazing um, degree from this art school and is now has an incredible job in, within the field of the arts. That is like totally legit, and she awesome. blows me away. I'm very proud of her. Very, very uh, 
uh, great. That's Abraham's daughter. That yes, my brother Abraham. So proud of them, and you know, we're just so grateful that we've all been able to get this far and make it this far to where now we can share this with our kids. And it's just an incredible um, opportunity. Speaking of which, what are you? uh, What's going on with you lately? What's uh, you know? Let's push forward. Nothing. uh, I don't believe that for one second. And fourteen was the most heinous year of my entire life. (laughs) Heinous or absolutely (laughs) fucked beyond belief. I ate. I I ate a yard of my own guts. You know, I I had to. I had to. experience my dad falling down, breaking his hip on my 40th birthday, uh, and for the man. next 50, 60 days being in full-blown Vietnam trench warfare triage, uh, taking care of my dad, catheterizing him, moving him around, you know, trying oh. to take a dump with him for three hours in the middle of the night, uh, just absolute to the limit, um, you Push know, life and death bullshit, and to the point where it was at the end, it was like, no, 93, that's the end. And that is the end. You can't expect more. You can't ask for more. 93 years old. And what a life. I'm so grateful that we had what we had. And it was something I didn't think I was going to be able to go through and survive. Because, for, especially for the last 10 years, I've been totally obsessed with my dad and learning about him, knowing about him. Because I feel it is knowing about myself. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And by understanding him and his relationship with his parents... And his parents' lives, I understand myself and the trajectory of my own family karma, where I am in the big picture. Mm-hmm. And so if I understand that position, I can make a better move for myself and for my kids. You see what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. It's so, all about your roots and understanding, you know, I really feel that. About I really, that, yeah. really believe that. And, and so, you know, my dad and I went on some amazing missions. We did the Surfing for Peace thing. We did all these different. And that was uh, did he uh, that not- was when we brought the surfboards over to the Gaza Strip, and he charged nice. the the border at the at the Eretz border crossing, and the guy told him he was going to shoot him, and my dad says, "Go ahead." <laughs> oh, isn't it true, that, isn't it true that your dad introduced surfing to Israel? Yes, he's the father of surfing yeah. in Israel in 1956. He's the Duke of Israel. He's the Duke uh, of no, Actually, yeah, I mean, he, Duke and and my dad had a wonderful relationship, and actually traveled together. By themselves from Oahu to Molokai <laughs> in a uh, in Duke's boat. Oh, so I mean, you know, these are kind of the kinds of experiences that you can't even dream up. And yet, yep. Dad was there. He lived them. He experienced them. And the oh. one thing he always taught me was no matter what, to do the right thing for people. And his his passion for helping people and his uh, the way that he chose to not. To take money for being a doctor was very progressive thinking at the time. I mean, it was really, of, wow. we live in a world where medical capitalism. capitalism is on the forefront of everyone's mind. Well, Doc Pasquitz figured that out fifty years ago. He said, "No, that's that's, it shouldn't be the price of human life. That's bullshit." That you know, and so he made a stand. And those incredible. kinds of principled stands that he made over and over and over again totally fucked me up. And blew my wig around sideways like Donald Trump on That's a windy day. To late today. <laughs> yes, exactly. I am looking at a sideways wig. Yeah, exactly. Sideways. You see me keep staring at it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and no, for real. So it was a real oh, trip. Really? I mean, uh, like I had to go deep and figure that shit out and why yeah. he did that. What shit. was his core motivation? Exactly. You needed to answer that I needed question. to answer those questions for myself, and I'm happy to tell you that I have. Because without at- that, you would just be. The other, the wig would be on the other side. Exactly, and I would be in a total chaotic confusion, not knowing really why it all happened, who, you know, mm-hmm. where, 
it would just be like another thing of a bunch of confused and it you know, keeps you grounded gets you grounded gets you on track it's something to be said about the one thing he taught you doing the right thing when i was told do doing the right thing in yeah. my life means doing the hard thing it is often the hardest of the thing time. it's yeah. doing the right thing is doing the hard thing it's not an easy road it doesn't necessarily have to be though not an easy road at all it doesn't no, have it doesn't to be, necessarily have but to it be. is usually the the more difficult decision is the right thing well for instance like if he's doing you know if he's performing doctorate services for and not taking money for it or limited you know exchange right. it's wrong for him. Sort of barter right it's hard because yeah. now that puts him up against a financial wall where he feels like, tell me if I'm wrong, there is some sort of payment on another plane, in another playing field. Right? I don't believe he ever thought that, no. <laughs> um, uh, the, 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 let me tell you just a very quick story. When, we were three, when I was three years old, we were on a hellish mission down in the middle of, I think it was mainland Mexico, and we came across a family that was utterly destitute. They were living on the side of the road. They were like some kind of Indians or something. Or just it, this was in like '77 or something. So you know, it's it, it was pretty hardcore. Back pretty then. raw. Pretty raw. Yeah. And Dad really pissed off my mom, who you don't want to piss her off because like, <laughs> she's like a six foot Apache warrior woman who's actually not Apache but a hundred percent Mexican. And um, <laughs> she Either is one. Those are fire. Well, well, especially if you mess with her kids. So my dad, being the very you know. Um, very, uh, uh, very, uh, you know, philanthropic. Yeah, yeah, very philanthropic. Very, you know, altruistic. out there. Very altruistic. He, you know, yes. he, idealistic, he take, altruistic, very idealistic. Yes. He takes my toy, my little kangaroo, the only <laughs> toy that I actually had in the camper because there was no room or whatever. We we're living in a car camper. We didn't have anything. So I'm the baby. I had like one toy. He takes that one thing and gives it to the Mexican kid. Right. Yeah. So. Mom's pissed. Everyone's pissed. We're going down the road. I'm crying. Everyone's mad. It's a bummer. But he's it's a glowing whole bummer. like a light bulb. He's yeah, glowing he's like glowing. a light bulb. And those are probably glowing like light bulbs, too, exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I don't care. The point is, as, as an adult, I understand the value of that message that he was sending, and I appreciate it. Beautiful story. That's so Beautiful amazing. story. That's the, yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. We're going to a break. We'll be right back. Thank you very much. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports we're making it easier to listen to the voice america talk radio network wherever you go in addition to listening live you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts discover new talk show personalities add shows to your list of favorites and listen to all our show archives on demand all from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. 
We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as Val Venus, the big Val Boski. Hello, ladies. <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the voiceamerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man, how the hell do they know that I got gas? The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. And we're back, and this is Reverend JJ. And we're coming in, uh, we're coming in pretty hot here. But what we want to do is a little bit of uh, adventurous slash storytelling slash what's the most amazing trip, the most amazing story, the most amazing thing that has to do with surfing for, for basically for you, KV, for you, Benji, and you. Joshua, yeah, Joshua we'd like to do, we like to do this thing where it's like, first of all, we were talking about storytelling and how... You know, Benji was mentioning like how challenging that is nowadays with all this technology where, you know, we tend to be kind of sucked into this, you know, uh, you know, technological little box. OK, but like here we are on Surf Talk Show and what we really want to do is, you know, talk stories. So how about if we go into something along the lines of like, what is one of your most memorable surf trips, Benji? Oh, surf trips. There, well, there's. There a lot come to mind right off the bat, but I would say um, it would probably have to be Australia. Um, what year? Ninety four. Ninety four Australia. Ninety four. Yeah, I would say. So what happened was I, I didn't have. I was going to Saddleback College at the time, working towards a graphic design degree. Um, surfing my brains out as much as I could. Uh, had a few sponsors here and there. Um, is that and when Dino came to you and ripped you out of the guts of Saddleback? Dino came to me and said, you need to, be, you need to go on tour. We're going to Australia in a couple weeks. And I'm like, I don't have any money. I'm going to school. you know. And, of course, Dino, you, know, you can't say no to him. So he, he's like, okay, we're having a garage sale. So I remember that one, needless yeah. to say, like a week later, we made a couple grand at his garage sale, bought the ticket. I got my boards together, got my you know passport together, and and we took off. And it was one you know one thing. We land and and we're in immediately. We're surfing with Tom Carroll and Martin Potter and just all of Is that you the know. Gold not Coast? to mention you know I was Goldie on the Goldie, but we started in Sydney. Oh wow! Um, and, and Dino bought a car from one of his friends. It, it it was just amazing because I had experienced it throughout like. California, everywhere you go, Dino knows everybody. He he knows where the best spots are to surf on the best tide and the best swell. 
But then you go to Australia, and he knows the same thing. He knows everybody. So that was probably, I mean, that was a highlight for me. I don't think I made it out of one heat the whole time in any of the contests that I served over there. But it was just the experience of, like, I'm surfing with my idols, you know, um, it was pretty incredible. Awesome. And, and then I didn't. Incredible. And then I was supposed to come home, and I said, "No, I'm not coming home." I'm, <laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry. I've got deja vu right here like because a, we had Vito in here with Hans Silstra. Right. Same thing Same happened. Thing. He stayed the, there. See what happens. Yeah. I ended up working with uh, Matt Haynes in the in his in his board factory, just whatever, cleaning up, and just <laughs> doing whatever grunt work I could to make to a stay. dollar to stay, and yeah, ended wow. up staying for I think two months over there. And was Hans? Did you guys see Hans? Over there that year? Mm. No, was that a different year? I think we did. Yeah, because yeah. oh, Hans was in here just no, talking about yeah. you know he was over there and yeah. then, you know and he went off on his own mission and with Shane Haran and this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was classic because we we were filming uh, for Shane's movie Deeper Than Gold. Okay, and so that was like most of the movie. A lot of the movie was put together in Australia on that trip. So wow, and cool. that was and uh, then, Hans's and music. And it was Hans, and it was and it was Jesus Chrysler. Josh, oh Joshua was God. no way. And, it was, and I did the art for the cover. And, oh <laughs> and it was it was so great because um, it's the same thing. No, so it's the same thing. I'm surfing with Pat yeah. Tanner and and Pat Tanner and uh, and Dane Gadowskis the other day at Ribby's, and they were talking about Deeper Than Gold, and they were like, "We have a copy, and we play it every day." And we love it. <laughs> And, we're, and they're like, what about the music? The music's so amazing that Jesus band, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my Jesus gosh. Chrysler. And I'm like, yeah. And then the other band, Hans, and like. And they're just, were, they were At that time, rock. were they still Seal Rock? Seal Rock. Seal Rock. Yeah. Talk yeah. to the doc for Seal Rock. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I think that's an awesome segue moment for us to say, first of all, my favorite band ever from San Clemente was a band named Jesus Chrysler. Mm. And it just so happened to be sitting in a room. On my surf talk show with the lead singer, (laughs) Jesus Chrysler. Wow. Joshua Paskowitz, ladies and gentlemen. And there so, it is. Uh, Are you let's sure go. there wasn't Clint Carroll that was the lead singer? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so positive that it wasn't Clint Carroll that I could. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, he no. was at Warp, right? Yeah, I got Jesus yeah. Chrysler from the cover of Hard Boiled Number One, which was Frank Miller and Jeff Darrow, one of the greatest books ever. It was a Dark Horse book. I think it was 1986, seven, 1988, maybe at the latest. But I just want to go back to one thing that Benj brought up, which is so great. Which is Dino and Dino. Thank you. Thank Would you, Dino? Yeah. Uh, he is the most classic, most wonderful, most loving, most um, amazing guy that I think you could ever really ask for to have as a friend. And one thing that he is consistent about his about his bio um, is that he is mentored and he's taken the time to um, develop uh, his friends. Careers. Hopes yes. and dreams yes. and careers oh and what God. they and, and I don't I don't really know that many people who have their own stuff together enough to really take the time to help somebody else with what they care about and what they're really passionate about. I think I admire that very very yes. greatly. That's uh, and very as well matter, said. As, very true. As a matter of fact, um, in the same way that he had that garage sale to have. Uh, Benj's expenses to go have the you know <laughs> dream trip, yeah, yeah, which actually changed his life, sure. which he's telling us now at this point really did change his life. Sure. And then, well, Dino bought me my first PA, and <laughs> no, because he was like, God. "Dude, I can't hear your band, I can't hear your voice." 
<laughs> so we bought, he bought oh the fucking PA, God. and I was like 15, yeah. and we didn't have any gear, and then all of a sudden we had this sick PA, and I could yeah. freaking go, yeah, oh my like, God. It was so much better and clearer. And oh and, and uh, it was so much fun. And Dino and Shane used to come up to the uh, machine shop where we would rehearse. And we were actually jamming with Taylor Hawkins at the time, was our drummer. Who just so happens to be the drummer of the Foo Fighters, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And he's a local yeah. Laguna guy. But yeah. anyway, he, um, he would play so loud that you couldn't hear a single thing. Well, he oh, hear, he would bang the skin he, so he hard. Play, so you, everything you would turn it up to 11 and you could so still hear anything. Like, oh. like, okay, well, anyway, I think it's good. It's good. Well, yeah. that PA certainly helped because I remember the quite day. a few gigs where Dino and I, who both oh, yeah. just totally loved your band, would go to see you guys play. And I, there was one in particular we went to see you guys at the Doheny Saloon. <laughs> People were hanging oh from the rafters. God. Myself included, uh, pure Tarzanian style, literally climbing up on Raptors to see. Oh, and Dino true. and I were sitting just perched in this spot, and you were just, just we were. I gotta say, man, I still I have not, I gotta, powerful memories of. Can Can I say one ahead. thing too? Since it's almost Fourth of July here too. Yeah. The last great show that we ever had in San Clemente on the beach. I remember you guys. Your first song was Led Zeppelin. Whole lot of love, maybe. Anyway, oh, it was, oh, it was <laughs> insane, and and everything changed after that. Yeah. They they you know they banned alcohol from the beach. They yeah. banned that they banned the everything. Last, yeah, that was the you couldn't have fun right? under that. Yeah, because he absolutely that was a lost win. I ruined yeah. it forever. You blew it all out after that. I really it's did blow it out. That's yeah. interesting. Fourth of July, over and over again. Never the same in Sacramento. No, Fourth of July, every single year it was these guys or. Johnny yeah, Marshall, yeah, yeah, I got I, I have to bring it, it back to reality. Yeah, and even that. But Johnny was his brother, brother, yeah. Okay. But that was Another the last great phenomenon. One. Johnny that was Monster, the last of course, one. my brother what David's band. Eighties, I mean, late eighties, so it's mid eighties, eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. The last one, yeah, the it one might have been ninety. Was more like ninety. Might have been ninety or ninety one. Ninety or ninety one. Ninety ninety one. But anyway, those were great years. Obviously, we owe a lot to the whole. Um, town, which was yeah. really into it and really accepting and really um, yeah, uh, yeah. really gracious in the way that they accepted the what we were trying to put out there. And I just feel bad for the guys that I was in the band with because I was so high on LSD, <laughs> I was a total prick all the time. You know, I mean that's not a good look for anyone. I don't you know. know. I thought I think the whole beach was. I think personally. yeah, I think there might have been a little bit of um, cross. Uh, no, when you, I don't know. When you trip, it's like you see everyone in their animal state. You know, we're not trying to pro- promote the use of LSD on this show, ladies and gentlemen. You're not? I am, actually. <laughs> in a subversive way. But what I will say is it kind of te- oh, it has a wow. way to tune you in. Oh, yeah, it does. To this other dimension. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, to this other dimension. Oh, yeah, and, and by the way, JJ is over here no, really before, oh, turning wow. purple right before now. Before we turn purple, I'd like yeah. to bring it back to orange and just tell you guys, speaking of LSD and orange sunshine... There is uh, going to be a huge art show. I got to say, July twenty fifth, Orange Sunshine Mystic Arts Art Show in Laguna Beach. You guys got to go. It's oh be my! Sick. Oh, kitchen. We'll be there, and I believe wow. we're pretty close here to going off. I, I'm waiting for the final cue to take us out to As a break. They guys, say, are you there? Dropping.
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL, pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Surf Talk Show with JJ and the Doctor. To reach the show today, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. You can also shoot us an email to surftalkshow at gmail.com. Now back to the sickest talk show on the planet. Lighting up. The lines are lighting up right now, Cave Doctor. And we are not going to take any of these live calls right now. Guys, go to our email. Leave us a message. Do whatever you can. The lines are lighting. We have 300 people on hold right now. This is outrageous. Guys, just hold tight because we got more coming your way. Woohoo! Where Whoa, are we yeah. at during this huh? break? Are you yeah. kidding me? You know, here's what Holy we got going on. I just heavens, want to say it right now. Detroit. We're going to get drop right in, like right oh, in, no. as if we just dropped right into Benji telling a story that he was telling on the break, having a, having a moment with us. A and little freak Here we go, Benji. Moment. Wow. You're on. This is our last segment. We got to make it work. Make it work. Where are we going with this? Talk to me. Make it work, people. Talk to me. Where are we going right here? This is nutty. No, I was going back to the the blowout at Lost Winds with Jesus Chrysler and uh, and just running down the beach with some buddies, and we were a little out of our minds, but... you know, we're talking circa it, 1990, 91. It was 90-ish, yeah. and it, it was it looked it resembled a Grateful Dead show with vendors and the with, whole with night much better music. With much better with music, thank better God. Music. Sorry, and and, and that, sorry, Jerry. And sorry, uh, you know, at, at the time, there weren't any of those. You know, any any cops on oh. ATVs rolling around, and oh. right? we had it to ourselves. We owned yeah. it, so it was. But but I knew once I saw all that stuff going what on. What did you I see? Was, going yeah, on. let's go ahead. What you, you saw here exactly. exactly. in Las yeah, yeah, I mean, you had everything from guys. Sell, well, uh, I saw Josh's drummer or no bass player, uh, uh, Jeff Poppenhagen. Poppenhagen, go absolutely out of his mind. 
and, and roll around on the sand and and do his thing. <laughs> Oh, he had yeah. a, he had a bit oh. too much of something good, but we were all doing that. Yeah, he wasn't was too out of any of us. It, it could have been. I think it was me say. later. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. There was there was there was people rolling around selling uh, tequila shots and Jello shooters and uh, bouquets of mushrooms and <laughs> oh, you know it was it was just a oh, wow. full on freak fest. Beautiful. I can't think of a better thing. That's in your youth, free for all. In your youth, to come and, up and, and, and just be in a town that's so wild oh and so gosh. free that it was like 1972 and 1990, and everyone was just reliving or living their full party, just love was, life, surf, rage, music, and you guys, the music was. I gotta in, say, man, I'm gonna go back to it a ton, a ton, a ton of times. Insane, awesome music, awesome. man. You know what? Yeah, blame was awesome blame Jeff Poppenhagen. <laughs> he was the best part of the band. The bass lines in that were, band were so powerful, were absolutely. Uh, like Geezer Butler, yes. you know, Black Sabbath uh, bass were, player, I think was insane. one of Ooh. Jeff's main influences, and he absolutely oh, killed God. it. And I would actually like to just listen to that. If I could hear that, I'd be happy. Just oh, listen wow. to Just his bass line. Yeah, because they were so amazingly. They really were. And he was such an unsung hero in a way because he was just, his whole style was just so, you know, downplayed. He was never trying to be something he wasn't. He was just enjoying what he was doing. You guys were just, I don't know, man. I, I got to say, I thought it was Jeff. Yeah. The Poppin' Doctor. But it, but it was also <laughs> Joshua, the combination. Joshua, we can't, you know, downplay McKendry. I mean, no. good he's gone. He, he wrote all the music. You know, he, I mean, he the Jimmy Page of your band. I mean, he was, I'm he was just amazing. saying, you know, like amazing, amazing. Your yeah. vocals and was it Casey on the drums at that point? Or? Yeah, there, we had a few different drummers, including Taylor and Casey and another guy, uh, Bernie, who was really funny. Just an awesome band. I yeah, mean, really just, uh, great times. Actually, those that, times were just amazing. The, yeah, well, Cave Doctor Every brought up the, the Riot of 85, which is also a San Clemente oh, uh, import uh-huh. that we had. From, but uh, <laughs> that, that time in 91 that Benji was mentioning, after I was so high on LSD, I believe it was at the time. I don't even know. I was homeless in San Clemente, oh, wow. living on the streets, living in a van, living everywhere, just total... I remember my brother Moses driving right by me one time and like told me, like yelled at me out the side of the van, go get a job or something like that. Like, and I, I just didn't, I didn't have any shoes. I was just like fucking free, you know, the wild-eyed boy from Free Cloud. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, anyway, um, Dino and Shane were were like, hey man, come up, come up and hang out with us with all our. Friends and they had all these beautiful girls and everything. I was like, "Wow, I, get, I need to go hang out with them." And then I see my other friends get in a fist fight and roll down the whole cliff and the cactus and everything, and end up getting in a gnarly fist fight right in the middle of everyone. And there, and like, and they were all running around. I was like, "Oh my god, I got to make sure my friends okay." So I went to my other friend's house that I shouldn't have gone to. House, walk in. It's a complete Caligula. Freak show, okay. I try to make it out to the, and I'm, I mean, I'm like a very sensitive being at this point, at whatever phase I was in the LSD trip. So I'm like tripping out on this like semi like American me style like gangster scene that I'm approaching into, and then I'm like, what the f is really going on here? And so I'm like, I try to make it out to the to the balcony, and like all of a sudden, you know, somebody's high nut starts popping off, and then it's like full-blown fisticuffs, and then it's straight, you know, 
duelist. Like, you know, so 38 comes out right next to Rocco's head. Bam! Goes oh, off. Geez. And I was just like, oh, hell no. This is where I'm going to die. This is where I'm going to die, motherfucker. I'm Mowgli. I'm not fucking one of these guys. So I was, oh like, God. I was like, fuck this. I'm going over the edge. I'm going over the railing. I was going over the railing. No, I was, I was in the dark side. I needed to go to the light. So I was oh like, I was like, I, I need I think you're thinking my LSD freak out. That's a different story. Oh, that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. That was with cops. That's that's totally different. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this time I, I jumped over the railing and I told my friend, I screamed at him like the maiden in distress, help me, help me, catch me. And he's like, I'll catch you. And he put my barefoot ass freaking down right on the on the stairs, and I made it away, and I ran over to Bodie oh. and Raul's house, oh, and I was God. like, yay, I'm, I'm in, like, the normal spot, and all of a sudden, oh. they're having a full-blown fight in the middle of the street, and I see my other friend start running back up to the house, go, I'm going to grab my pistol, yeah, and I was like, what the grab fuck the is going on here, but... That's how it was in San Clemente in the 1991 era. It, it yeah. definitely was a time when, yeah. you know, it was sex, drugs, and violence. And, and rock and, and roll. And rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Violence really... And a lot of surfing. And a lot, a of, lot surfing, of surfing. A lot of skating, <laughs> right? Yeah. But yeah. that was definitely... It became... Because when I was growing up, violence wasn't really a, a big hard-on, you know? I mean, it was just like you went to parties for, you know... Basically, it was tubes, boobs, and dupes. Okay? Yeah. Right. And then, really... Mm-hmm. And then that's all we, we didn't go to parties to be who was tough. And then all of a sudden it was like, you know, Thank power God. assault and those guys, you know, yeah. they were all pissed. It was a lot of like gang and people were getting murdered yeah, in San Clemente. Yeah, Skinheads yeah. and white and all this weird racial stuff. Going. People, there was violence. And there I was, was like, I remember at that point I was, who knows how old, and I was just going, wow, what happened to our tribe? I mean, it just got all weird and dark and violent. Hence that story. I mean, you could be tripping out of the most fun and one uh, block over and all of a sudden. chicks and, yeah, and all yeah. guys shooting each other, knifing and, each other. Uh, but oh, mostly wow. it was just you know. about punching. There really wasn't that much guns yeah, or any of that. No, it was. It was, it well, was back so, in my day, it was, was, it was Jimmy bit. Hogan maybe beating up some guy that's like 6'8", you know, because he caught <laughs> exactly. someone one of his Well, that was Jimmy Hogan and, yeah, uh, dropping Dishman like at the pier or something. Yeah, Legendary story. Yeah, I mean, Fred Dishman at the pier. Yeah, I watched that. That was amazing. But he knocked himself out, correct? Yeah. J- Jimmy, Jimmy pounded <laughs> everyone Jimmy out. lifted up Fred Dishman and pounded him into the concrete on the back alley at the pier so hard that he jammed his own head up and hit his own head and he came right. out of it going, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Knocked him yeah. both out? No, he, knocked right. him, he almost knocked himself. He didn't knock him out, but he was gnarly. Where are we wow. at, by One the way? One minute. Uh, you no, need no, to plug no. anything? Can we go pluggy? I want to plug Jim Hogan. I want to plug Jim Hogan. Jim Hogan. Jocko wants to plug you. Jim Hogan and, the, and his Jim Hogan Surf Academy or whatever the fuck oh, it is. Oh, yeah. This guy is legit. Legit. And let legit. me tell you something else about Jim Hogan. I do have to. somebody Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. He always did. He will tie you in knots. Did. Jim, he came out for me one time. Jim was me one of my <laughs> I would run. I, I ran, run. pooping my I pants. Plug Hogan as, as well. Jeez, he, the guy's a legend. He got me, me and Sky Weaver. He got us like our first sponsor when we were kids. Awesome. GNS. 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 Free, the four fence. Free boards free board. and free clothes. Yeah. We're yeah, like, oh my god. And he went to bat. He went to bat for us and went. These guys. Basically, what he did is he wrestled someone. He probably wrestled somebody into submission. I mean, that guy would call out CIA. We love you. Dino, Jimmy Hogan, we talk about Dino, we love Dino, you. we love you. Jimmy, yeah. we, Jimmy love you. we love you. Tom, Shane, Shane. Poppenhagen, okay. yeah. everyone we're Jesus Chrysler, Jesus Chrysler, Johnny okay. Monster, Johnny Monster, Johnny Monster. Actually, Anderson. Shane Anderson. Anderson. Woo! 
Punk Anderson. You got to say it like that. Yeah, Shane Anderson. David Bob Anderson. Bob Anderson. Legend. We're going to talk till they cut us off. So you guys cut us off when you need to because we're just going to keep talking. We're just going to roll out live. Hey, we love Wax Track too. That's all we've got time for this week. Surf Talk Show can be heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join JJ and the Docker next week. Until then, pull in deep and remember to stay stoked, my friends. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.